0: This time of year, every year, there is a fantastic launch that we look forward to in the Stuff office, which is the launch of the Samsung Note. And this year, the Note 10 builds on the reputation of this of this fine device. And with me is Justin Hume, the head of Samsung's mobile business, and he has been around as long as, th- as in fact, longer than the Note, because this is the Note 10. This is 10 years of this device. And what what stands out for us at Stuff is that it is a category of smartphone that. Samsung invented, and it, and, it, and it is an interface with the stylus that Samsung also, you know, made its own. I mean, you, don't you just don't see styluses on, on smartphones anymore, and yet here it is, and it is wonderfully effective for a range of people, not just businessmen, but artists and movie makers and creatives and and chefs and cooks. And it, it's, it's fascinating to me that this product, you know, that was written off by so many people in its first year, has really kind of defined its own category and made the much larger phablet device a part of the of the landscape.
1: Uh, exactly. I mean, uh, this is a product that almost didn't happen, uh, as you rightly said. It back in uh, 2011 when we came out with the first note. We were looking at a product in excess of 5-inch uh, screen size, and people wrote it off. They said, why do I need this? That's the view of, um, of PDAs, and you remember those kind yeah, of things we used yeah. to, to carry yeah. around with us. And, um, <laughs> you know, the Note was kind of ridiculed in that regard. But here we are on the Note 10, and uh, you know, we spoke about the Note 9 being a game-changer. And that was a function of larger screen and S-Pen, which... It takes a stylus to a new level effectively, and it's a feature that's loved by the Note users because they find the utility, the value in it. And we've been able to take this all up incremental notches in terms of what each of these uh, facilities can can provide, what they can do. So we think that uh, it's a fitting product to mark the 10th anniversary of of Galaxy and and Galaxy uh, Note in that regard.
0: I mean, wha- what stands out for me is that I mean, the device is is I think it's smaller than last year's model, or it's just about the same size, and yet there's more functionality. The bezel is virtually a b- like a black line. It's quite remarkable. That was another thing Samsung did first a couple of years ago with I think it was the Galaxy 8, Nine or the Galaxy.
1: Well, we started introducing the uh, bezelless display and the yes. curved displays two generations ago, f- effectively, and I think it's just grown in leaps and bounds. But one of the key things that you'll notice about the Note right now is not just one device, it's actually two. So we've got the Note 10 and we've got the Note 10+. Plus. So the the Note 10 is a 6.3-inch screen, which is still plenty big enough and and larger than most phones, uh, or screen displays. Now, I've got to be careful saying not larger than most phones, because by doing away with the bezel, we're actually able to increase the screen size that we give to you, the real estate for watching and viewing, playing games on and the like but yet actually have a smaller body of I, I know. I,
0: it's fantastic. And what's even more interesting to me from an engineering perspective, because I'm a geek at heart, is, is all of this includes an S-pen. Most other devices don't have however many millimeters of space taken up by a pen and the slots around it and the charging. F- I mean, that okay. just makes it even more of an impressive engineering feat.
1: No, it is. Uh, indeed. I think it takes engineering to the next level. So you spoke about the S-pen. Not only can we insert the S Pen into the device as a holder, but it's also got an S Pen charging port yeah. uh, built inside the device. So, literally, as I inject the S Pen, the product will charge, and within 30 minutes, it's charged for about six, seven hours worth of S Pen utilization. But I mean, it's really, it will give you quick charge, it will all those kind of things. So, really, it's a self contained unit that's a powerhouse of note. But actually, that kind of brings me to the point is that we, we start talking about this phone as not being a smartphone. We're now talking about it being a power phone. And uh, I think that's quite a, for us it's a distinguishing factor going, you know, we've got this powerful design in terms of the bezel-less display. We've got this powerful S Pen that allows the creativity, the productivity in that regard, and powerful camera, powerful videography. And uh, each of these elements are taking it to to the next level uh, compared to certainly what our Note 9 was, but even more so compared to what the competitive set looks like.
0: I mean, the p- the power aspect is something Craig and I were just talking about it on the on the other stuff podcast. That it's it is just packed with power. I mean, it's I kind of likened it to the Lamborghini of of smartphones. I mean, it really is quite remarkable. And the memory, the storage, is fantastic.
1: It is. It's exceptional. I think so. The base model that we bring out has a two fifty six gigs of um, onboard memory, but again, on the I- Note Ten Plus, you can expand that memory up to one and a half terabytes. So. And that's before we even start talking about uh, cloud storage and, and the like, which we, we all, I think, are utilizing these days. The storage facility is um, not big enough. We then talk about the RAM. Yeah. On board the, the Note 10 Plus, we've got 12 gig, gigs of RAM.
0: I mean, that's more <coughs> than my computer.
1: Well, I mean you stack it up, yeah. So you got 12 gigs of RAM, 256 gigs of onboard memory. And it's processed by or driven by a 7-nanometer chipset. Um, so I mean, it's a tiny, tiny processor it is putting out 30% higher CPU speeds compared to uh, the Note 9, which itself was uh, at, at a remarkable yeah, level. Yeah, it was a beast. And critically, it then drives the GPU, or the graphics processing unit. Now, you know, think back a couple of years ago, and of your chipset, the CPU would be 70 80% of the space. The yeah. GPU, the graphics, would be 20 30% of the space. That's inverted now. Why? Because we, we're playing these intense games. We're, we're rendering in a very great graphic content. world. Correct. And we need to be able to do that with a processor that's light, a processor that doesn't create a lot of heat, and in fact, more importantly, doesn't draw a lot of battery. So, the Note 10 Plus comes with a four and a half thousand milliamp hour battery, which is huge. It's the biggest battery ever on a, on a Note, and it's y- you know size is not always the critical uh, factor. It, it helps certainly, but on top of that, by managing the processor, by managing the artificial intelligence that learns what you're doing with your applications, and then uh, sets your battery utilization accordingly. We're able to ensure that this phone will last you the entire day. But even if it does start to run down, literally because of the quick, uh, super quick charge that we've got, 30 minutes is all it takes to fully charge the Note 10.
0: I mean that is fantastic, right? I, I mean I, I'm deeply sceptical, but I watched it. I watched it charge in 30 minutes. I mean that's, it's a game changer for me. But that, that of course is pure brilliant engineering i mean what you're talking about in terms of the battery utilization of all of those components i mean it it helps that samsung makes all of the components and all of the chips and can and can really kind of eke out that performance
1: 100 percent. so i think um that interoperability you know making a majority of the components ourselves, samsung is well positioned to to bring it as a complete package to to the market so with that in mind, um, we, we believe that Note 10 and Note 10 Plus is the ideal product suited for not only the business professional, but for those who are involved in creativity, for those who want to get the maximum out of their out of their day. Henry, really so you've got a device here that spans the the gamut of, um, y- you know, being a workhorse of a product. Let me work with Microsoft products and the like, going all the way through to Adobe and the W Rush type of edit suites and so forth. So, and then again, allowing me to be a gamer. Um the latter part of my day when I got a bit of time.
0: Listen, I, was, I, was, um, I put the streaming to the test and I checked the Netflix streaming. Obviously, I watch Stranger Things. I mean, I am a child of the 80s. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I grew up in the era of big hair and t- uh, uh, stonewashed denim, but I- it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's really quite something. I mean, the screen resolution on this tiny device compared to a large television is, is mind blowing.
1: I mean, I think you raised the issue of a television, and one of the things that are uh, we've been talking about uh, on our QLED TVs has been around the HDR Plus uh, format. That goes so this format is now on the Galaxy Note 10 and Note 10 Plus. And I mean, wha- so what does that mean, right? Uh, HDR 10 Plus. Really, that is the next level of um, cinematography that has been utilised by the Hollywood studios yeah. effectively. And so, typically, what would happen I mean to me to explain what? works is that uh, let's assume we're in a desert scene uh, you referenced uh, stranger things or Breaking Bad or one of those things you know we out in the Arizona desert and a lot of the scene is brown now what would often happen on a screen is that the the phone or the process that would try and render the color spectrum and you would tend to get a somewhat brownish yeah look yeah and feel look across blur, everything yeah Whereas the maybe the greens wouldn't pop or the blues and the like here with HDR10+, Plus, every single pixel is accounted for and the color is rendered to its true uh, potential. So that used to be purely in the domain of a highly expensive television set. It's yeah. now available on a mobile phone.
0: But also it, it, the domain of a very expensive camera. I mean, the fact that you can get HDR plus images on a cell phone. I mean, I'm a, I am ai started my career as a press photographer and I... And I I just can't believe the quality of, of a smartphone picture. I mean, the, the pictures on the, on the Galaxy 10 and the Galaxy 10 Plus were mind-blowing, and the ones on the, on the Note are, are just uh, amazing. I mean, it's you don't need a big camera anymore. Not that, not that cameras are big anymore. I mean, they, they're small, but they're still bigger than a phone. And the thing for me is that those, like, adorable moments with my son always happen, and the only thing you've got is what you've got. And the pictures are amazing. I mean the slow mo stuff that I have shot on the on the Galaxy Ten of my son running in a park, it looks like professional. I mean it, it just it just makes you look like you're a professional videographer.
1: So I just to a small uh, acknowledgement here is that the uh, we won award this past week, uh, the DxO award for yes, the best yes. uh, Muzzle both the front camera and rear camera of, of any mobile phone. So I mean that's saying something in itself. But let's if we have a look at it, you referenced. I mean, um that's
0: it. let's just stop for a second yeah. there because because now we're talking about two cameras, right? I mean, we Correct. live in the selfie generation, I and I and I'm fascinated by that because it. I mean, there's a there's a cultural, a social, cultural thing going on here where we. Not necessarily a good thing, but but we're talking about the technology in the front camera has got to be as good in the back camera. You know, all those early predictions about three G that people travelling would phone home and talk to their kids. I do that every time I go on a trip, at least two, maybe three times a day. In the morning, in the evening, I'm using that front-facing camera to have a video conversation with my son, and it's fantastic. Uh,
1: exactly, and I think you know we talk about selfies and that, but we we've. Being in this phase where we're talking about the static image and I think the static photographs and that are outstanding, but we're moving to video. Definitely. Think about Definitely. It, as I said, the video calls, TikTok. Definitely. Um, a lot of the Instagram posts these days are, are in video format now, the stories and that. So really what we try to focus on is not simply, well, how many megapixels does the camera have? We're actually saying how do we turn this into a pro videography type of camera? So this is where it gets exciting because you've got not only the camera itself. Using the camera and the S Pen together gives you a whole bunch of uh, of opportunities. So the first one I'd like to call out in, in that regard is our Audio Zoom, and uh, for me this is this really works pretty well. So imagine you s- in a in a crowd of people. I mean that's a phrase that's fascinating. Audio Zoom. Audio Zoom. Exactly. I mean literally as I zoom in the picture closer to the person speaking or to the sound if somebody's playing a a, a guitar. Let's assume it's a, it's a jazz band and we want to focus on the guy playing the, the, guitar, the guitar. As I zoom in the picture on him, so does the directional mic pick up the audio that is coming from that direction. And we effectively zoom in on the sound. Uh, so that's incredible. So that there's no loss based around the ambient noise that is uh, around the, uh, around the camera, around the individual taking the shot. The second one is we've looked at live uh, focus. Now, in the past, that's where we've had it taken a, an image of, of a person, and we've been able to get them in a sharp look and feel, and then blur the background slightly. We're now able to apply that to a video. Uh, in that regard, so now you can look like you, uh, one of those uh, camera guys who oh no, it's on fantastic. top billing or the news. Well, not the news, but uh, you know, somewhere, uh, pre- uh, you know, d- uh, high end video production, and then all of this is editable on the device with the so s literally Your frames per second come out and we're able to edit by the frame. We're able to add t- text, we're able to add audio and mix and match and uh, bring different videos all together seamlessly in seconds from the device.
0: I mean that's a feature that I use a lot, that kind of portrait mode where you focus on the foreground and you blur the background. Now that's an old trick using a long lens. Correct. Camera yeah. cam- Photographers have been doing that for, for generations. The fact that you can do it without having the technical skills or the long heavy lens to schlep around, mm-hmm. it's really fantastic because it, it always, if the background is blurred, the foreground always pops. But to do it in video, I, I mean, I'm very impressed with that.
1: So now you, you don't need to h- work out your depth of field; the phone does it for you, right, and and brings it through.
0: But um, I, it I was having this conversation with a professional photographer who's this is his day job, and I said to him. You know, whenever I admit to my friends that when I shoot on a, on a DSLR or a mirrorless DSLR, I don't I don't try and manipulate the stuff. I let the camera do it. Like the chips are so much better. In the same way, automatic gearboxes are infinitely better than manual gearboxes now in 2019. So are the processors and the chips in, in cameras and phones. And the fact that it's like a no-brainer. I can pick it up. I can choose what mode. You know, I, I, what I particularly like about the interface is you can push the button for a picture, but if you want to shoot a video, you push and hold. The fact that you don't have to slide, the d- you know, between video and and photograph is really great because some pictures are pictures, some pictures are little cl- video clips. You know, those early words as a small child. I know I'm talking about my son a lot, but you know, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that I want to capture. You know, so it's it's fantastic.
1: No, exactly, and and I think um, again, you can even use the S Pen. So let's assume the phone is. Situated on a tripod, you want to go walk back and join your son there. You can control whether you're in video mode or picture mode. You can uh, control whether you're in live focus or whether you're in standard uh, pro photography mode simply by utilizing the S Pen now. So, the great thing about the S Pen is that it's got both the uh, Bluetooth connectivity board as well as a gyroscopic sensor now. So, yes. literally by flicking my wrist, Almost like, remember the good old Nintendo Wii? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we, uh, we had. Um, by s- flicking my wrist with the S Pen on board, I can control my phone from some distance away, which is, uh, is is a lot of fun. It adds some benefit and value, particularly when I'm wanting to get that uh, shot with the family. So I don't have yeah. the old self, you know, where your hands, y- you see half your arms <laughs> sticking <laughs> forward. And the like, so we've, we've got that under control now.
0: I feel, I feel like I'm an orangutan because I have, you know, my son's favorite uh, big ape at the moment is an orangutan. I mm. can do that. But you're absolutely right. You get a much better qu- picture quality when, when the phone's there. And I, I mean, you add in a, k- a little tripod, these brilliant little Joby tripods on Monfrotto. They're fantastic. I mean, they're, they're part of my g- toolkit of, C- of when I'm filming for, for work. Yeah. Yep. And I'm starting to use them with my kid because they, they're just that useful.
1: I'm going to give you one other little trick that our camera can do. That oh yes. might, uh, your your son might love. Yeah. So now we've got a three dimensional camera. We call it a time of flight camera on the back uh, of the device. So what what that allows me to do is let's assume I take his favorite uh, toy. Let's assume it's a it's a little teddy bear. I can go using the camera, walk around the teddy bear, scan the teddy bear in in uh, three hundred and sixty degrees. So create a three D model of it. Okay. Almost like you see the animation studios do, you know, the likes of Pixar and DreamWorks and those kind of guys. So now think about this. On my Note 10 Plus, I've got a 3D model of the teddy bear now, right? Then I can set the teddy bear to follow my actions. So if I lift my hands, the teddy bear in 3D lifts his hands. If I start singing, the teddy bear sings it along. So these are the type of things that you can start to do. And let's assume you have a 3D printer at home. No problem.
0: Great. Print out the. Oh, must try that. That sounds fantastic. I mean, uh, it's look. I mean, here we are talking about a power phone, and what we can do to entertain children. I mean, that's a that in itself is just a massive departure. Ten years into the life cycle of the note.
1: One hundred percent. So I mean, again, I talk about it being that product that is fantastic for the business user, uh, right the way through to an entertainment device for uh, for the family at home.
0: Yeah, really great. I mean, let's just sum up uh, the phone, shall we? I mean, it's, a, it's it comes in two models, the ten and the ten plus. The ten is uh, six point three inches. Great. The ten plus is six point eight inch. I mean, that's fantastic. And the p- chassis of the phone, I don't know if we call it chassis or if I'm using the wrong car terminology. the p- The body of the phone but is the actually yeah. smaller than before because smaller of and lighter. Smaller mm-hmm. and lighter, um, and it includes the the S Pen that charges. I mean, that for me is an engineering. Uh, Marvel, but it's it is a powerhouse that allows you to do all of the things you would on a phone, and a video camera, and uh, a mid-range to high-end mirrorless DSLR, and it lets you blur the background so your photographs look you know professional.
1: And I kind of put it like that, and I think you can keep going. And it lets you do this, and it lets you do that, and it lets you go here. You know, there's it's almost an endless list of things that, that the Note 10 and Note 10 Plus can can do. Uh, just in case. Uh, listeners want to know, colors, it's available right now. The, the main color that we're talking about is what we call Aura Glow, and that's an yeah. iridescent color. So literally, uh, you can call it silver, but in a different light, it might have shades of blue, yeah. shades of red and the like. So that's uh, hugely popular right now. We also have Aura Black and Aura White, and it's available in stores as of this week. Great, and what's it starting at? So we've d- worked with our network partners to create some incredible tariffs, and a lot of value for the customer in those tariffs. So th- I would invite uh, the listeners to to sort of go down to their mobile stores and have a look. If you're looking to pay cash, uh, starting from around about 19,000 Rand uh, for the Note 10 and going up to about 23,000 Rand for the Note 10+. Plus.
0: Listen, you, you had me at t- base level starts with 256. I mean, that's just fantastic. It, it shows the cognizance that we live in such a... A mobile world and that we all have so many pictures and so much music and so many files and so many videos it's really fantastic but the fact that you can have 1.5 terabytes of storage i mean uh, these are you know these are numbers we're talking about desktop computers and this is in a in a a 6.3 inch or 6.8 inch smartphone it's fantastic
1: yeah something held in the palm of your
0: hand right so there you have it, the, uh, the Samsung Note 10 and Note 10 Plus in the market. They are fantastic power phones, and uh, thank you, Justin Hume. Thank you. I um,
1: uh, hope we all enjoy the phone.
0: Indeed, and to read reviews and uh, comparisons between the, the Note and the Galaxy and some other smartphones in the market, go take a look at stuff.co.za.